0: This is Valley Watch, your first choice for public safety news and information. With Phoenix Fire Department Deputy Communication Director, Ali Party. KTAR News, 923 FM.
1: Good morning and welcome to Valley Watch. As you heard on that intro, I am Allie Pardee. I am here with the Phoenix Fire Department's public affairs section, and we are joined this morning by a good friend and a pretty impressive um, member of the Phoenix Fire Department. So I am joined here today with Chief Rita Bigler. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Of course. This is super exciting, and I know that the loyal listeners of Valley Watch are no stranger to your (laughs) name or your voice, and it's all kind of come full circle. I remember when I used to work at KTAR... And I would see you come in all the time and record. So this is a fun
0: moment that now you're going to be back on the show. It is. It's interesting to be in this seat, you know, the other side of it. As I watch you navigating, hosting the show, I'm thinking, oh, I used to do that. Absolutely.
1: So I stand on the shoulders of giants and I know I have big boots to fill while I host this show. And so I'm very excited to have you here today. So we are making our way through March, which is just crazy to even say out loud that this year is just flying by. And so as we sit here in March, We've been talking and planning a lot of things lately with Women's History Month, and you are one of the few female chiefs on the Phoenix Fire Department. So talk about your history and what led you to the fire service and where you are
0: today. So I've been on the Phoenix Fire Department for coming up on 22 years. I currently am sitting in the position as a deputy chief. So obviously, I climbed through the ranks. I would tell you, growing up, this wasn't a job I wanted to do. I stumbled across it. I was a volleyball coach, worked for my family's business, um, was a business administration major, and never really knew how I was a very physically active person. And so again, I stumbled across this, um, realized this was the, the dream career for me to serve and and take care of people and give back. And so my whole career, I've tried to do that in every, every capacity. Um, I was a captain. I got to be a public information officer. Um, I was a a shift commander, which I believe I was the first female shift commander, which is kind of an unusual position. There's not many of us that, that promote all the way through the ranks. Mm -hmm. Um, And then now I'm currently the central district commander. I manage the downtown area and one of the largest and busiest battalions, battalion one in the city.
1: Very cool. And I know, you know, Battalion One has been helping with a lot of crazy big events lately as just the entire department, but you were hands on with Super Bowl and the Super Bowl being in the heart of downtown Phoenix, which is really cool. What type of, um, I guess you could say, new challenges were brought together with that?
0: So, you know, I had a conversation with our fire chief, Chief Duran, and we talked about this because he was once the central district commander. And he said what's unique about that position is that it touches all levels of government. And so I would Mm tell you, I don't like politics. Mm -hmm. I don't like any of that, but I'm really in it down there. And being the Central District Commander, it put me in a position to be a downtown branch manager for Super Bowl, um, sit in the tactical operations center, really kind of see the ins and outs of how things happen and how things run. So I I considered that a privilege. It was very insightful and an honor to be part of that.
1: That is so cool. It doesn't seem as like historical when you're in it, you know, like we're all running around like chickens with our heads cut off with Super Bowl. And now we step back and we look at, Okay. We were the world's eyes were on us, and that went very, very smooth. So, congratulations! What a feather Thank in you. your cap. You know, it was
0: interesting. As I remember, um, it was Super Bowl night, and I had my shift ended like halfway through the game. And I remember walking out and kind of throwing up my arms, like, "Yes, it's <laughs> over!" And I really didn't think I would feel that way, but the hours and the mm-hmm. meetings, you know, for it to be uneventful for us as the fire department means it was successful. Very much right. So, so um, it was it was good. It was quite the feat and. Something I'm glad I was part of.
1: Absolutely, and to be overprepared is always a great,
0: exactly. <laughs> great
1: thing to say. So we look at your role in the central district and what you do in your level as a shift commander, but we also know that you you wear many hats within the Phoenix Fire Department, and it's not just in the operational level, but also looking at recruitment and mentorship. And so, as one of the few female chiefs, I know that you help with the Valley Women's. Can you go ahead and talk about what that organization is?
0: Yeah, so Valley Women's was founded, oh, I might get this wrong, mm-hmm. but this was, is, we've probably been around for the past uh, five years now. And so I was one of a few um, founding people mm-hmm. that got this group up and running. And the reason that the mentorships are, group is, are important is because groups like this get in front of you know, audiences, females, mm-hmm. young females, um, females that are trying to get on the job and we can have conversations about what it's required. We can. Ins- our goal is to inspire them. Yeah. So I'm currently the president of Valley Women's. And that being said, we host camps, we give scholarships and we run a really active mentorship program. Um, our largest fundraiser is coming up on May 7th is our top golf fundraiser. There and go. we do that so we can host camps at um, a public safety camp at Franklin mm-hmm. um Fire and Police High School, and anything we can do to reach out around the Valley to inspire our youth to be firefighters. Because oftentimes people will say, well, I didn't know I could do that job as a woman. And that's kind of the role that we serve in that capacity.
1: It's cool when you look at the the membership of not only the Phoenix Fire Department, but those that are now active in Valley Women's and how they go to the high schools or you guys host a workout and to see all these female firefighters now aspiring or encouraging and inspiring the next generation. And so when you're talking to, maybe it is members of the Phoenix Fire Department or it's those aspiring to be a firefighter, what is that conversation like? Is it, you know... Not only you have to be physically fit, but you have to be mentally fit for this job. You know, what are some of the biggest questions that I guess aspiring females would have?
0: So I would say the conversation um, is actually similar. So you're trying to become a firefighter. We talk about that total wellness package, right? Your physical preparedness, your emotional preparedness and your mental preparedness. And I believe those are very different because I think the mental side of this job is kind of like how deep is your well? It's your ability Mm -hmm. to grind. This job is tough, right? We you're, you're called. Everything you do in your day is interrupted. And then the emotional side, you know, you see a lot of things that nobody wants to see in their career. So, I look at our job is to make sure you, people know what they're getting into, that they're not surprised by things, but that conversation carries through people's career. People get on this job and we still have those conversations. I strive to be someone that they can call. Mm-hmm. How do how do I navigate things? What should I do? I'm struggling with something and I, I say, hey, no question is a stupid question because mm-hmm. there's a 99% chance if I didn't go through it, I know somebody that did. So I try to link people back. Um, I know I sit in a chief officer role so that can be pretty intimidating for someone that's new on the job but I do my best to make sure that I keep those lines of communication open so they know because people did it for me even you you talk about Chief Jameson I would say that Chief Jameson grabbed me by my collar many years ago and said you can do this you can do this and she helped me get to where I'm at today
1: you look at that group photo we took last year with the all, all of the females on the Phoenix Fire Department, and we have another one of those plans. Spoiler alert for those listening: we'll be taking another group photo at the end of the month to celebrate Women's History and the additions to the Phoenix Fire Department. And I think it's at least the last two academy graduations. I could be it could be three. I don't know. Um, There has been a historic amount of females being pinned as Phoenix firefighters. So I think that is a tip of the hat to you and Chief Jameson and other females on the job recruiting and inspiring and helping those get on the job. And so now we look at the Phoenix Fire Department, and we are a diverse group that is reflective of the community that we serve. And so we, I know that we've already said you wear so many hats, but when you look at that, how does that make you feel as not only the president of Valley Women's, but also as a chief on the Phoenix Fire Department?
0: Well, so Phoenix has always been on the cutting edge, has always kind of led the way, and that's one of the ways we've always stayed right in lockstep with what the national standard is. They say the national standard's right about 4%, and I know that my might seem like a low number when you talk about women on the job. You know, this is a male dominated profession, but we kind of linger right at 4.2%. And when you look at that photo, what was so interesting to me is anybody that saw it looked at it and said, I didn't know we had that many females on the job because mm-hmm. it's not uncommon that you go a shift a month. Many months, a year where you don't work with another woman. Mm -hmm. We just don't cross paths. We're very large, right? um, 1,700 members. Mm -hmm. So it's it's not uncommon.
1: Yeah, yesterday for... what was it, International Women's Day, we featured Engine 960. And they have a captain and a backseat firefighter that are both females that have worked together for roughly two years. And how cool is that? Like, just as you said, you don't see very often multiple females on one fire truck. And so to be able to make that highlight, that was cool for our page.
0: You know, we always make a joke, though. We say, like, if you and I are in the fire station together, we're like, now I have to share my bathroom. I'm used to having my bathroom all to myself. (laughs) It's the little things. Yeah.
1: Whenever I go into a fire station, I'm like, where's the ladies room i want to make sure because i know that not always will it be used as a ladies room that's so funny so we again we're talking about women's history but um and you know recruitment is already tied into that when we look at valley women's but um you also serve a vital role with the recruitment efforts of the Phoenix Fire Department. What is that position for you?
0: So through the labor management process, I am the management co-chair for recruitment RBO, and I have a labor co-chair Ramon Gonzalez, and what we do is we host meetings and we get together and we talk about how you know how can we uh, recruit and mm-hmm. inspire and motivate people to be a firefighter as we know with just society as a whole, you know, there's a lot of job openings out there so Being a firefighter, I wouldn't say has decreased. The interest hasn't decreased, but just the numbers have, right? There's a lot Mm -hmm. of opportunities. People work for themselves. So we really have our work cut out for us. And our efforts is to get people to understand our career, um, take some inside looks at fire stations, um, touch the equipment, and we try to host events throughout the year to do that.
1: And we have an event coming up. It is my understanding that, you know, after the pandemic, a lot of things went online and we are transitioning back into in-person information sessions. And this is something that has been a staple in the recruitment section for the Phoenix Fire Department. So can you shed shed any more light on those recruitment sessions?
0: Yeah, so this very thing was built out of Recruitment RBO. And the idea was that we want to be very consistent consistent with the delivery of information. So the first Wednesday of every single month, we were holding in-person meetings from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. COVID put us online, but... It'll be nice to say that April 5th is a Wednesday. We're going back in person for the very first time. We're not requiring a sign-up. You can just show up at the Phoenix Fire Regional Training Academy. Come down there. You'll get a tour. You'll get to network and talk with firefighters, have your questions answered. We don't have the ability to, to be in per, or online for mm-hmm. this one, so it's only in person. But our plan is to slowly make our way back. And right now, we're going to keep our um, in-person sessions to the quarters, which the next one would be July, and the next one would be October.
1: That's so exciting. And so at these sessions, you kind of touched on, you know, seeing the Academy, but also this is a live question and answer. So say someone's interested and they have some questions, they'll be able to talk to you or other folks on the RBO for
0: recruitment, correct? Yes. And the important part is, you know, you can know someone that's a firefighter, but what the recruitment information session is going to give you is really the nuts and bolts that sometimes when you work in this profession, you look past things because it's not important to you. You Mm -hmm. already know it. This is a very foundational thing that I would tell you anybody that wants to be a firefighter and needs to know the ins and outs, this is the place to start.
1: Perfect. Well, as we said before we came in here, we knew our time was going to go quick today and it always flies by. But before we end here today, if anyone is interested in more information about recruitment, where can they go?
0: So Phoenix dot gov backslash fire is where you'll find all the information we have recruitment handbooks on there we do our best to keep it up to date it'll also show you all the different affinity groups and ways to connect with what is going on for recruitment
1: perfect well thank you so much for your time today chief bigler it's always a pleasure to have you on the show and i know this won't be the last time so thanks for having me of course thanks for listening and stay safe Phoenix.